Hey everyone, and welcome to Drinks and Dice. We're a small group of friends and family who have been playing Dungeons and Dragons together via Zoom for a few years, and have recently decided to start recording and broadcasting our play sessions. The intent behind the broadcast are to help our players remember what happened and catch up on content they might have missed, as well as provide entertainment for all of our children. If you're not one of the members of Drinks and Dice or their children, then you're still welcome, and I hope you enjoy listening along with our adventures. I should note a small disclaimer. Audio issues continue to plague our group, and we're working to get better and better each week. So if you're enjoying the story, hang in there. Audio quality will improve over time. With all that said, let's jump right into this week's adventure on Drinks and Dice. Welcome back. Uh, continue on our adventure through the Earth Temple. I'll give you a quick recap. You guys have been trying to eliminate the elemental evil that has plagued the land. You started out in the Earth Temple. You came to the Earth Obelisk, entered the temple, and began to explore and um, purge whatever elemental evil that you're finding here. Um, last uh, session, you had controlled an Earth Elemental with a ring. I think Zethafe used her ring to control an Earth Elemental. Um, and battle another Earth Elemental with it, Pokemon style. Um, after that combat session, the Earth Elemental was able to remove a wall of stone that a um, spellcaster had placed in front of you to trap you uh, in a hidden room. Once the wall of stone was removed, you told the Earth Elemental to kindly go back into the Elemental portal plane thing. So he did, and he was gone. So that worked out very nicely for you. As you continue to explore uh, the caves, you stumbled upon um, a trap, took some damage from a trap, some of the ceiling collapsed around you, uh, and then you were finally uh, found Mirage, and Mirage is the servant of who he says, he says he's the servant of a prophet. Um, you dispatched of him and his Duragar uh, dwarf guards. Mirage was the first character you could understand anything that he said since you've been in the tunnels. Um, after uh, killing him, that you dug through pockets, etc., found a bunch of gold, and Glowin started paying close attention to the statues in the room. Statues are oddly shaped like um, other people. Um, uh, upon a thorough investigation check, she believes that these statues were once people and that they have been turned into stone as opposed to being carved from stone. Um, and that is, I believe, where we ended our session last. Yes, I knew that the statues were petrified warriors and that we needed a potion to cure them. The blood of the creature that petrified them perhaps a basilisk mm. that was yeah the potion would be one potential method to remove a petrification yeah. and a basilisk i think you roll a nature check to determine that since you spent time in zoos and working with animals your whole life that was yep. the background that we used to determine that all right
what would you like to do? I think we should keep exploring. I take out my basilisk blood. Just kidding. That's so convenient. Amazing. I see that Luke is heading down, so maybe we could follow him. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't remember which direction we were coming from. But yes. The same. We came from the north. Yeah. And we haven't explored east, either this top one or this bottom one. Okay. Bottom it is. Moving along then. Okay. You continue down the hallway. Hey, Saxon. Just missed recap. That's as far as we got. We kind of we, we kind of delayed a bit for you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about all that. I it's a possibility I might have to jump back off if something happens, but I'll be okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I'd like to go slower this time and be extra vigilant for traps. Go ahead and roll. Perception. Um, 19. Okay. Continue that down the hallway, carefully watching. Pull me once. Not going to pull you again. Continue down the hallway. You don't see anything suspicious. starting to feel a little bit of warmth in the air you would be feeling some warmth in the air um, as that oh, furnace right. room is around the corner back here again hmm. did pass another doorway on the way to this room though yeah up yep all right circle back circle back Does it look like an important doorway? Uh, there's a, there's a locked door. It's a, just a door. Oh, did we get to a locked door? I don't see one. We walked right by it. Right. Twice. Is it there on the right? Yes. Could you not see it? No. Check the traps, but not the door. This? Brown? Not bad. Can I go up and listen at the door and see if I can hear anything behind it? Yep. Perception check. Twenty, not natural. <laughs> As you listen, you place your ear against the door and close your eyes and focus. Your meditative monk skills, you hear nothing. And if I... It, is it clear to me how I would open it? 
It's not like disguised handle there's or anything. A, no, there's a lock. It's a locked door. It's plainly a locked. I can there's tell a lock it's right locked. in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Big keyhole. Hmm. This we've, door is we've... not made of stone or wood. It is a. It's, as you're exploring the door, it's cold to the touch. It's made of metal. The metal door. We have is it locked. Yeah, he said it's locked. Okay. We've inspected all the bodies so far. Correct. You have. Yeah. And we don't. We haven't come across anything that's like a key. Obviously. That's correct. Do we have a sense so far, team, of who's in charge of this place? Like, I know we've got Ogremach, who is the god. And then there's the prophet, who was instructing the earth elemental on what to do. Was that the guy whose name you gave us, Nick? Um, I don't think I gave you the name of the prophet. No. Okay. What was the name that you gave us in the summary? Uh, Mirage, which I guess you wouldn't necessarily know his name. He didn't introduce himself to you. I think he just fought you guys. That was the and, and he said he worked for the prophet. Yeah. And he's the one so, that closed you in. He, he bricked you in that back room. Okay. Also works for the prophet. Um, can I, I don't know, try casting a sacred flame at the door and see what happens? Absolutely, you can. What do you need to pick a lock? Sorry, is the door locked? Because Saxon has something that could help. Oh, the door is locked. Probably going to be effective in my adventure. Yeah, yeah, the door is locked. I'm not sure if you heard me. Oh, okay. Well, if other people want to try their attempts first, uh, Saxon is trailing along behind and sees people fuss- fiddling with the door and says, I-, I may be able to assist if you can't seem to get it. Please do. Uh, actually, that's maybe not the case. Is this... Does anyone have the sense that this is a magical lock, or is this just a regular old lock? Uh, I wasn't given that information. Do I? Is there a way that I could check to discern that, DM? Uh, to detect magic is a way to do it. Like I can let you make an Arcana check, but you. Okay. You. Looks like a lock, at first glance. Well, I don't have detect magic. I only have dispel magic. Well, Saxon will come up and try to make an arcana check and see if his scroll would potentially help. Okay. Go ahead and do that. Seven. 
It looks like a lock. Well, didn't we get through one of these before with Luther? Uh, you know, applied some persuasion. Are you asking for me to use my boot? Your boot? What's that? Well, it wouldn't help, or or, or someone have a mace or something. Ah, uh, Luth attempts to kick in the door. Okay, and make an attack roll. Uh, actually, um, go ahead and make a strength check with your with your attack there. You put your boot up against it, make a strength check. Strength, so just my strength modifier? Yep. 15. Doesn't budge. Seems pretty solid. <laughs> I think it'll take a little bit more than just a little bit of brute force. Can, can I try Sacred Flame against it? I don't know. You can. Make an attack roll. Does it get a deck save? <laughs> oh wait. I mean, maybe I can't use it. Maybe it has to be creature. It is a creature. Never mind. Creature. So I have black dragon claws. Is there any way? Is there like a hole in this lock where I could sort of put one in and fiddle around with it? You mean like a hole, the shape of a key? Yes, there is one of those in this lock. On this okay, door. all right. All right, sassy <laughs> pants. We got it. It's a locked well, door. Well, should we, should we use, use what? Use Steve's tools here. Who has that? Well, well, well I, I do. Well, good grief. <laughs> Why am I both wielding dragon claws? It's a little awkward, but, you know, twitch their own. Dragon is something that I... I'm not comfortable being. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how this works because I was practicing, if you recall, from a while ago. I was practicing with the thieves' tools, but I was not proficient with them. Yeah. Um, so that means you cannot add your proficiency bonus to the use of the thieves' tools. So I'll let you make it. If you have the thieves' tools, you can make a dexterity check. It's okay. just a deck check with okay. thieves' tools. All right. Is there any is, is Saxon guided or anything? No. You can be guided. Oh, know. you have guidance. Okay. Is that the fake guidance? I was just making sure that I had Oh, this could be good. Uh, 24. All right. Four. You pick, stick the little lockpick pieces in. You're like, ah, I've, I've done this once or twice. By once or twice, you mean once or twice. Oh, please. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe just once. <laughs> <laughs> This is your twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why everyone makes such a big deal about this. It's quite easy. Uh, the lock. You seem to be one with the lock mechanism and the lock. Um, you hear the tumblers click, click, click. And they snap open. The lock is unlocked. I tuck my dragon claws away. <laughs> For next time, in case Saxon forgets his own skills again. <laughs> Not sure I'd call two times a skill yet, but we're forgetting 
I lose patience and open the door. May well, I proceed right, in? Right before you do that, you hear a noise coming from behind where you were and coming fast. Down at the fire or up where we the, were? Down from the south where you were fighting the dwarf and the saucer guy. You hear a rumbling noise. Oh my gosh, it's that it's that ball again. It's gonna roll right down it, toward us. It sounds it sounds like a horse. It sounds like hoofbeat like a horse. Oh. Not what I expected. Coming okay. very quickly. Saxon slips into the room. Same. Hurriedly. Yeah, hurriedly, yeah. Everybody pile in. We we can't go in though. Oh, you can't. Okay. Yeah, we stuck. The, yep. We all go. Shoot. Shut the door. Shut the door. Okay. You open the door, and now you should be able to slip in. So I go in just far enough that everyone else can get in. Don't forget your echo. He's, he's probably gone. You close the door. Yes. Let's close the door. Close the door. Shh, shh, shh. All right. Please make a group stealth check. Oh man, I have disadvantage. Guys. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, it's not worth mm. it. Ugh. Twenty-one. Twenty. One. Hey, seventeen. Look at that. Thirteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. 17 and 13? Yes. 17, did you get my 17? Yeah. Yes. Someone had a natural one? I did. Ooh. Uh, oh, 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 my goodness. I'm tripping on, someone's tripping on me. You're tripping on my plate mail. <laughs> Your tail. <laughs> Do you have a tail? Oh, glowing, glowing. Get yourself together. All right. <laughs> so your average party... <laughs> Stealth check is a 14. Luckily, the one trying to perceive you also rolled a natural one. And you hear the, f- the noise pass by. It sounds like beating hoofs. Very bizarre to be in the middle of a... bringing a horse into a cave? And it's not like a... Walk. It's like a... Like a... Like a charging horse. Maybe it's a centaur. Moving quickly. Spirit horse? Fire horse? Not those things exist. Um, I'm going to start listing all the animals that I could be, that I know about. Maybe it's a... Oh, but maybe it's a... I don't actually know them, but Glowin definitely does. (laughs) You're continuing to list animals as you hear the sound reverberate further and further away from you. And eventually fade to nothing. In the room. Do you have light in this room? You brought your torch in here? Yes. Yes. Okay. So once you arrive in the room, it's a, there's a large stone slab in the center of the floor. The walls are covered with um, paintings of dwarves uh, rising out of the mud. Um they culminate near a scene of a mountain uh, but the mountain seems to have uh, first look like oh, it's a mountain but then like the further you step to look back like the mountain looks like it has 
features to it. So like the mountain seems to be a creature itself. Um, you see as you look closer into the into the paintings that there's, there's a face in the mountain, some arms coming out of the side. So this giant, like all these like dwarf things are like worshiping this giant mountain thing in this painting on the wall. Um, underneath of it is something written in a language you can understand. We've already determined that. Um, and that is what you see in this room. Is the slab inlaid into the ground, or is it sitting on the ground but raised from it? Um, it's raised it's, a little bit. It's, it's like a. a it looks like a platform, platform, but it's not high. Like it's. It looks like it's inlaid, but not flush. Can I walk around the room and look for any other markings or mechanisms? Yes. Make a perception check. Seven. No, really, just that painting on the one wall, the stone slab, you don't really see anything else that would look like an activation switch of any kind. The image is on the painting, and then the slab is blank. Slab is blank, yeah. Is it crackly? Like it is in the picture? Cracked? It's just old. Um, okay. I don't know why it's cracked in the picture. It's okay. just a stone. It's a flat stone slab. Is there anything around the stone itself that would give an indication of like whether it moves or so as I said the rest of this temple was well used this room appears to have not had a lot of activity in it uh, make an investigation check and yeah nothing nothing stands out to you that would signify that the stone moves I'm gonna go uh, strike the slab with my quarter staff, double-handed. See if anything about it moves or changes, or if I can break off a piece or whatever. Make an attack roll. Tyson will step back. Ah, uh, that's a ten. <clears throat> uh, let me double check. I don't think that hits, but let me double check. You miss an inanimate object. Yeah, how do you miss? <laughs> Oh boy. Pathetic. When you roll a three, you get some dust in your eye. Uh, Stone's armor class is 17. So this is not it. <laughs> so it oh, hits. Wow. Like you make it's like bouncing it's off just the plate. No armor, damage. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just yeah. it bounces off the, the stone. This, could this be some sort of a sacrificial altar or something? I pull out the dragon claws and lay them on. Is there any like indication of mess or fluid stains or investigation check? Five. You see nothing that would lead you to believe that it is an altar of any kind. 
Can anyone help me remember, do we have any sense of what the industry of this temple is? Like, what were people doing? What were any of the characters doing that appeared to be the work of the temple or preparing for this god? Generally attacking us. <laughs> so we haven't really observed. I mean, there seems to be a patrol that we got caught in the middle of at one point. There was stuff happening in that secret room that you were in. The portal, the elementals coming through the portal. Yeah, we know that the elementals coming through has something to do with helping the, their god to rise, but not really how. I don't think that our elemental knew how. Okay. Yeah, he seemed like he had a really limited part of the picture. Yeah. I feel like we're going to need to go through that portal. Oh, dear. Yes, well, we had discussed that. I'm going to step on this slab. Okay. You do After that. After picking up my dragon claws. Your dragon claws didn't do anything, by the way. I figured. You're standing on the slab? Yeah. Observing, looking, feeling, investigation, tapping. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Well, the fifteen, you would see a small space that looks like um, uh, like a pry mark on the back corner of the slab, a place where it looks like someone inserted something into the ground and pried mm. up against the stone. Hey guys, look at this. I wonder if I'm going to pull out my black dragon claws <laughs> and attempt to pry it open. With the black dragon claws? Yeah, I don't think I have a... I don't have a blade of any kind. So yeah, that's the best I have. Okay. Um, make a dexterity check. Ooh, it's not good. Six. Yeah, you, you're, you scratch at the stone, but you can't make purchase mm. on the, the hmm, Perhaps the someone stone. has a better tool that we could put in here and pry this upward. You want to borrow my dagger? Sure. I also have Tinker's tools. I'm not sure how delicate those get. Pretty delicate. They're used for I don't like use them ever though, so tinkering. Feel afraid. Gears and gizmos and gadgets. Maybe too delicate. Is it's a small little crevice that she's looking at? Well, it's a small space. It looked like something was inserted to uh, pry against. I also have Smith's tools, which might have something prying. Was I supposed to make a check with the dagger? Are you using the dagger? I guess I'm taking her dagger yep. and I'm going to try that. Go ahead and make another deck check. An eight. Okay, so the dagger is a little longer and you're able to get it down in there. But you, you're not able to apply enough pressure to make any movement with the dagger. Mm, this is not working. I hand the dagger back. 
Well, I've, I've got this, um, I don't know what Dola might call it, uh, I believe it was a, a widget, or he referred to it as, as a doohickey. <laughs> Some sort of a thingamajig. Yes, we got it from the uh, oh my room of robots. I have this little. Do you want to try getting in with that little? It's quite. It sounds a, promising. Interesting little tool. This. Uh, yes, he he called it various different names, but those are the only ones I remember. Describe said object. Uh, I just have it noted down in my inventory as a widget from the robot room. (laughs) I'm thinking it's some little metal piece of machinery, like with a gear, you know, cog on it and a like little metal axle coming out of it. That that's in my mind. That's what it is. Okay. There you go. That's what it is. It actually. What if we took one of my spears and... Hold on, hold on. Let me try this widget. This definitely seems promising. This, well, try it that way, and if it does, if that doesn't work, flip it over <laughs> to the doohickey side and try that. This is definitely not going to work. Here we yes, go. in the Earth Elemental Dungeon, we're going to be using a widget. Sounds about right. I wish I'd rolled a natural <laughs> one, but it's a 16. <laughs> 16. Still not enough strength oh. behind the widget. It's just All right. Not... I hand it back and I move out of the way. What do you have, Luz? Um, if we stick one of my spear ends, it would give us leverage. And I think if myself and somebody else got on it, we both put our backs into it. Who's interested in working with me? I can give it a jump, try. Everybody jump at the opportunity. I'm at feeling once. plum tuckered out. <laughs> I'm not very strong, but I could put my hand to it. Another man of the party. I could uh, assist if uh, Key 3 is not. Oh, excuse me. If uh... <laughs> shall, we, <laughs> shall we roll one at a time or take advantage? So one person can make a strength check with advantage, or you can each make a strength check. What do you think, Jeremy? Well, it sounded like it sounded like D was interested. I was just chivalrously offering. No, I mean I'm I'm. No one else seemed to want to, but I'm not actually very strong at all. Well, then I guess I'm going to take it as advantage with somebody. I just don't even know no who's behind me at point. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll be. Well, the first oh, roll is a natural twenty, so natural Damn. twenty plus four twenty four. What if you got two natural 20s in a row? I want you to roll it so we can get rid of them all. (laughs) I got a natural four. (laughs) All right, so leverage was the key word you were missing there before, so you were able to jam the spear in and get enough leverage behind your natural 20 to break open what appears to be some form of lid on a small, not small, but large container in the floor. As you pry the lid out of the way... Uh, you find a small case with uh, rolled pieces of paper in it. Ooh, what is this? Do you read anything on the papers, or is that also in an unknown language? Um, 
So you read one? Not if it's a spell or scroll. Is it not to? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, you can look at it. And like, I'm yeah. not saying you have to read it out loud. Just, are you trying to figure out what they are? I mean, read them? I'm not going to read it out loud in like an ominous spell voice. But like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to like take a glance. So what you have found uh, is a box of spell scrolls. Ooh. Ooh, that was worth it. There are five spell scrolls of confusion. And two spell scrolls of greater restoration. Nice. So now we all have to I check don't have spell. those yes. spell scrolls created in D&D Beyond. I, I forgot that you have to create spell scrolls individually because they're not a magic item. Um, so I will write down that. Who is taking them? And I'll remember to put them in inventory. Zephyrfe? Uh, I can keep them for now, and then we can look and see who's capable of using what and divide them up. Sure. Not I. Yeah, I have no need. Definitely sounds interesting. Let's split them up amongst us in case we get one of us gets captured. Mm-hmm. So five confusion and two greater restoration. Um, Bard can cast Confusion, Wizard, Sorcerer, Druid. Oh, at least three of us. Well, maybe, maybe each of you should take, take two of the Confusion ones. Okay. Oh, we can all also cast Greater Restoration. Wait, you can't. You're a cleric. You can't cast confusion. Oh, then you guys should all take I'm sorry. I was thinking. Yeah, so she was a sorcerer. Uh, that's that sounds right because I um I've never seen it on any of my lists. I think I could probably do greater restoration. Yeah, we all can. Yep. Yep. There we go. I, I wouldn't mind taking one of those just because I have removed some of my direct healing spells for the sake of uh, area of effect things. Sounds good. So I'll keep one greater restoration and you guys, and uh, you'll take the other one and then you guys divvy up the five confusion. Sure. Cool. Maybe um, blow and you take three of them. Okay. The greater restoration. All right, so Glowin has three spell scrolls of confusion, and I'll get them in the inventory later. Um, Thaxton has two spell scrolls of confusion and one greater restoration, and Zethafe has one greater restoration. Exciting. That is. That is great. Does that happen? Every time I try to add a custom item and I hit edit and I go to highlight, 
and replace the name. If I highlight yes. backwards, it closes the window. Oh yes. yeah, I, so, so annoying. Frustrating. I do it like over and over again, not realizing what I did wrong. I just did that too. It must be a bug they just oh. introduced. Undocumented feature, we call those. <laughs> it's the quick close feature. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. Now I got completely kicked out. Sounds about right. It heard me criticizing it. Oh my gosh, I really am kicked out. Okay. Is confusion a spell? Yes. All right. Uh, fourth level requires a wisdom save. And then it's pretty cool. You roll a d10, and depending on what the result is, the creature either does nothing, or moves and acts normally, or runs away, nice. or makes an attack against a random creature. Cool. That's really cool. Awesome. 90 feet, this... too, so you can cast it from quite far away before you're being initiated with the target. Hmm. All right, so are we done here, then? I believe we've tapped the potential of this room. So if I call, recall correctly, we have the little hallway that we just passed by a bit ago. We have the the chest of stench. We have the statue in the front, and when we have the portal, those seem to be the only and the forge. But uh, yeah, we didn't really explore the hot room very thoroughly. Well, and then that purple glowing. Mm. We had talked about. Uh, Absconding with that. There's also this top right corner that we have. Yeah, maybe we try that first. That last hallway. What did we determine was down and to the left from where we are? Back to the fire room. Yeah. The hot fire pit there, yeah. Abnormally hot room. Started melting your skin underneath your armor. It was so hot. Okay. And we had no concept of what was uh, chasing us down the hall, I guess. Uh, hopefully we can avoid that creature again. Mm -hmm. Let's, maybe we should make a dash for it back up this hallway. What could it hurt? <laughs> All right. Up we Let's go. Dash. We run. Okay. So you burst, burst open the door and dash down the hallway. Well, well, we we peek yeah. out the door and make sure nothing's coming, <laughs> and then we dash. And then you dash. Okay. First, you don't hear anything? You don't see anything? So we were all the way up to here before. Not gonna trip over that trap again. Well, I hope not. It's already been released. 
Yeah, the trap's already set, um, so you're fine for that. Just rubble on the ground at this point. No, there's you guys. Oh, you're coming. Okay. I'm up here. Wow, Lord Saxon, you're so fast. I thought, I thought we were dashing. I mean, people do say that I'm a bit dashing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> Okay, so as you round the corner, uh, who's in the front? Well, Saxon was. Make a group stuff <laughs> check. What could possibly go wrong? Oh boy. It won't be my fault. Ten. Disadvantage. Never mind, I have disadvantage. 17. It is my fault. 13. All right, so 10, Seven. 17. 13, 7, 4. Hey, that's 4. Yours with disadvantage. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Armor. 18, that's pretty good. So your average is 10. Not great. Not a great party check there. Yeah. Uh, so as you round the corner. Yeah. You see standing in front of this uh, doorway a massive um, beast-like man-creature um, standing with his arms crossed, appearing to be kind of guarding the door. Um, and he looks up as you. As soon as you round the corner, he hears you coming. crosses his arms and says, The master shall not be disturbed. And I'd like you to roll initiative. Master sounds promising. Way to put a positive spin on it. <laughs> I would have had to know we were here. All right. So initiative. Let me go with um, Luth. Twenty, not nine. Twenty. Back this. Twenty. Three. Twenty-three. Whoa. Twenty-three. Glow it. Six. Salise. 22. Ooh. That's a fay. Seven. And my jabron. Unfortunately, I was incorrect. You did not hear what he said because he doesn't speak common. Dang it. So he says something in a... Does anyone speak abyssal? Nope. Nope. No abyssals? Nope. Okay. Well, then none of you understand what he says either. You guys can see, but you can't hear very well. <laughs> uh, and combat will begin. Um, Saxon, you are first to act against uh, the music. Can't be fighting to the Hobbit peaceful songs. No, it's so good. I know. Don't change it. For the, for the Shire. <laughs> Let me 
check my slots here. Saxon will speak out to the creature and say, Why, of course, we don't wish to disturb the master necessarily. Uh, you did. Uh, we retconned that. You couldn't understand what he said. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saxon will speak out to the creature and say, Yes, fancy meeting you here. Would you mind uh, assisting us in our endeavors? And he will cast uh, Charm Person a wisdom saving throw. Uh, charm person. Let me read the specifications for that. Yep. I think it just has to be a humanoid. Wisdom save, you said? Yes. Okay. 14. DC 14. Okay. Okay. Um, seeing that that does not appear to have had an effect, Saxon will... Saxon will take on a um, very authoritative air and say, I beseech you, step aside. And he will use Mantle of Majesty to cast Command as a bonus action. Um, this is, again, a save, uh, a second wisdom save. What ability is that? Command. It is my mantle of majesty. Once per long rest bonus action, you cast command. The wisdom saving throw? Uh, that would be nine. Okay. So if that one does fail and must succeed or follow the command on its next turn. So I guess he might not take effect immediately. Uh, so I've asked him to step aside. Um, 
and I will um, just speak out to my party and say, I, I believe he may cooperate and allow us to pass. I guess it's supposed to be one word. Um, let me think of what one word would be. Um, let's go with let's go with grovel. It gives that as an example. Um, step aside is not really. I don't really know how to say that in one word. What are you saying? You're saying that in what language? Uh, well, it's a magical enchantment, so but it would be in common. The spell, the spell specifically spell. states he has to understand the command. Uh, the spell has no effect if it doesn't understand your language. Okay, so I am speaking common. Okay. Are there creatures that don't understand common? None of the creatures in this dungeon have spoken common, except for the mm -hmm. mirage that you <clears throat> killed. Okay. Well, that is Saxon's turn, and he is optimistic that the creature will follow his command. I guess we'll see what happens. Okay. And I've Believe. Okay, Celise. Um, based on, I I had high initiative. I was ready to roll. I'm like tripping over my feet to get to this guy. But based on Saxon's guidance, um, can I hold my quarterstaff attack action for threatening action from this guy? So I guess that would require me to do my movement now. So if you would, babe, move me. I guess I will just get in melee with him. I don't really want to be that close, but I can't do anything otherwise. It would be a waste of a turn. And I don't really think... I don't really think he's going to listen to us. So... I've got my quarterstaff attack readied for any threatening action from this guy. Okay. And that's just your action, so you won't be able to take bonus action? Just action? Yeah. No, all my bonus actions would also be attacks, so I'll just have to let him go. Okay. Luth. Um... So at this point, he's controlled. Is that what I'm understanding? We don't know until his turn if he takes the action that was commanded or not. Okay. Um, then I guess I will run up to here. Can I see beyond him to cast my echo behind him? Would I be able to do that? Uh, there is dim light in the room behind him. Um, I think I can put some dim light in there. All right. 
assuming I can see like right there, I would cast my echo right behind him. Um, and then I would ready. Recky, ready my attack action for any anything other than what he was commanded to do. And that'll be my turn. You guys can see the room now a bit. There should be dim light in that room now. You might not be able to see it until you get past whatever, but uh, there's there's dim sconces of light in the corners of that room. So there's no bright light in there, but it's dim light. But it's enough dim light to light most of the room. All right, and it is the Minotaur's turn. You didn't attack him, you just cast your echo. I am holding the attack action. You're if he does anything action. other than what was commanded of him, I would like to attack. Okay. So he sees the two of you. He sees the creature behind him. Um, and he is going to turn around, run backwards this way. And then... He's going to charge you, Luth. Well, wouldn't I get my attack then? You didn't say you wanted to take an attack. I moved him. I said he moved. I waited. He didn't do anything. He turned around and he ran this way. And then he's going to charge you. You can attack, but you don't. I won't let you take an opportunity. No, I'm talking about my held action. Sure, you can take a held action. He's going to charge you. And he's okay. going to attack, and then you can make your attack, because that would be his hostile action. His hostile action is a charge towards you, Luth. He's going to charge you with his okay. horns. So he makes an attack action with a charge. With a 17 to hit. Uh, 17 hits. And it does... And 21 points of piercing damage. You get the effect that most of that damage was off of the momentum of that attack. And now you may, that is his aggressive action, you may take your held actions. Uh, 26 to hit. 26 hits. Second attack is a natural 20, so 28 to hit. Natural 20. So 28. So first attack damage is going to be 7 damage. 
second attack damage is going to be the same seven damage. So the first attack was not the natural 20, right? Correct. So that is going to be minus seven. And then you are doing... Uh, the next attack with the natural 20 does maximum damage. And then I need you to make a strength check. Um, 14. 14. Uh, so you do maximum damage, but this is a critical hit deck. Critical hit deck. Four players. Okay. So you do maximum damage. So what's your maximum damage? Um, 13. <laughs> Um, the Minotaur rolls a 16 in his strength check, so when you swing down, your axe gets lodged in his horns, uh, and he, you drop it, you drop your weapon, that's all. You do max damage, but you drop your weapon, you overswing, and that's a weird natural 20 card, I've never seen that one before, but I triple check the cards. He rolled a natural contract. 20 and had something bad happen? Mm -hmm. No, he did max damage. So it was positive, positive. with a bit of negative. Huh. Um, I've not seen that before. And I, I do, I do want to still clarify from before. Because I have a held action, I don't get the reaction of him leaving my range. Or I just, I'm from a D&D perspective, I'm trying to understand. Like it wasn't aggressive. Your range was not aggressive. So I held my action on him doing anything other than what it was requested, which he was supposed to grovel, right? So if he walked away, that would have been you, my you trigger. That. You said an aggressive action. No, I think no, no. That's no, what he, he did. I said aggressive action. He said anything yeah. other than groveling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, I, I don't know the the reaction yeah, is how much, much time. time should, should pass, pass between when I move a thing and I say what I do, and I'm not going to ask everyone every time if they want to take an opportunity attack. Um, okay. I just wanted to understand. It's good. Yeah. So I think so it's your, it's your health, health, health action. Do I, in a situation like this, get both of my attacks per action? When you or take is it the attack action, swing? you get two attacks. Okay. So you don't get to use your bonus action and key points, all that stuff. Right, right. Yeah. All right. Okay, so the first is a 12 to hit. Does not hit. And the second is a 24 to hit. Hits. Double handed. And that is 10 points of damage. Okay. And now it is Death of Face turn. Okay, so I'm gonna move closer. I moved myself just because I wanted to start like planning a little bit, but um, it's not actually where I'm gonna be. So I was over here. So one, two, three, four. I don't wanna be that close. It sounds scary. Maybe here. Okay, and they're too close for me to use anything area of attack now, which changes things. 
Um. Let me, I think I'm going to channel divinity. I uh, just double checked. Check the held action, action uses your reaction to turn it on. When you hold your action, it costs your reaction to use your action. Because you're standing there waiting. Yeah, I think I've heard that. Oh, man. I'm out of second level spell slots, and that's tough. Um... Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try guiding bolt against him, which are ranged attacks at the first level. I might use lucky on it if it doesn't hit. Okay. What is this? It was safe. Guiding bolt. No, it's a ranged attack. That's not very good. It's an 11, but I'll probably re-roll. Eh, no, it's not worth it. I hate wasting spells. Eh, why not? I'll re-roll. I have to mark it off, and then I need to go back. Better. 20 to hit? Not natural. 20 hit. Okay. 14 points of damage. Okay. It is Radiant damage, I believe, for what it's worth. Okay. And this guy is not another elemental, right? It's like a minotaur, you said? Yes, looks like a so minotaur. None of my special abilities work on him. Okay, that's it. Chloe? Yes, I am going to stay right where I am and cast Aura of Vitality. And then using my bonus action, I'm going to heal Luth for eight. So that's it. Okay. Jackson? Yes, Saxon is muttering about the how he can't believe these uncouth creatures who don't even understand basic language skills. Um, and as he does that, he will um, reach out and cast his, uh, um, excuse me, bang his drum and cast his sense vibrations, um, fairy fire flavored spell uh which is a dexterity save and that's on an area so okay. it will actually cover uh now i think i can do it so that it doesn't hit anyone but the creature so i can do it like there and it will just cover him okay gotcha the dex save 
Seven. Okay. Uh, it fails. Uh, so he is emitting this uh, sound wave vibration that makes it much easier for everyone to track. I guess he's also large anyway. Um, sheds dim light in 10 foot radius. Um, attack rolls, all attack rolls have advantage if you can see him. Woo! Uh, any roll, attack, reaction, bonus action, whatever. Okay. Uh, that happens. And then I think, I think I'm out of action. Um, that will be it. I will, I will do a little bit of movement to duck around behind the corner so that I'm not in line of sight and that's it. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Salisa's turn. All right. Uh, the, he has not moved, correct? He's in this position I'm seeing him in. He is. He is still there. He came back to that position after he. Okay. Moved. All right. Well, I'm going to. Um, attack him. I I had to walk away for a minute for bottle purposes, but he did not grovel and he went away and then came back. Yep. And we didn't understand George what that too. was about. Aggressively charged Luth. Aggressively charged Luth, okay. You hear Saxon muttering about how he can't believe these uncouth creatures don't have basic language skills to understand him. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just doing my quarterstaff attack, double-handed. Attack, attack rolls have advantage. Yep. Um, just that was an 18, but just in case I get a natural 20, nope. So that is uh, 25 to hit. And nine points of damage for my first attack. Okay. A 19 plus 726 to hit. Hits. And six points of damage. Okay. And. Ooh, I don't have many key points left, so I'm just going to do my regular bonus action. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a natural one. For a total of seven. With advantage? Oh, oh, I forgot. Bonus action is with advantage as well. Okay, that's better. That's a 21 with advantage. That hits. And six points of damage. Okay. And that is the full fury of Solis. All right, Luth. Nice. Luth had to step away. Any chance we can come back to him? Uh, it's the Minotaur's turn next, so you're probably going to okay. want Luth to go. All right. I assume he picks up his weapon and attacks a bunch of times. Yep. Let's do it. It seems Luthy. That With seems Luffy. All right, long sword attack. We have a 21 for the first attack. It hit. And we have six points of damage. 
Okay. Second attack. 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. Is that advantage? It was, yes. All right, and then his bonus action. I see a battle axe, but he was I was doing longsword double-handed, so he would not be able to have his battle axe in hand, correct? Uh, he sh- typically he uses his longsword in one hand, I think. Actions in combat, two weapon fighting, so that means I can yeah. do this. Yeah, okay. which, which damage die did you roll, the 1d10 or the 1d8? I did the 1d10. Okay, so... Um, was that wrong? It should have been 1d8, because he has a weapon in Because he carries them both. Okay, yep. so instead, I have eight points with the 1d8 roll of damage. Instead of, instead of six, I think it was. Uh, I talked myself into two point, points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I thought they would show me the full list, but That's sorry fine. about that. Um, and then in the battle axe. No, I don't want to see the details of that weapon. Um, do, 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 21 to hit with advantage. That hit. I'm sorry, I don't have internet. Can you repeat that? Hit. Okay. Damage is 12 points. Okay. Um, okay. So this Minotaur is looking real, real, real jacked up. And so it's his turn. Uh, he's going to turn back and say something behind him. And um, as he's like slumped over, not well. Um, you're going to hear a voice coming from this corner of the room where there isn't any light. Um, it's going to speak. You can hear it. Um, as, as this voice, so, um, as this voice travels, you feel it almost come up from the ground. Um, bone conductive. You hear it in your head. Uh, yeah, but it feels like it's rumbling from the ground itself, uh, and you hear, um, so you finally arrived. I figured you'd be here shortly. You can hear this in common. In our language? Yep. Finally, someone who speaks our language. I don't even care what he's saying anymore. I figured you'd be here shortly after you've murdered Mirage. He was my friend, you know, a true connoisseur of my art. Alas, you're gallivanting around in my temple. Should come to an end soon. And he steps out a little bit from where he is and you can start to make, you can start to kind of make his appearance. And as he does that, you not only see him, but you see two um, dwarf, uh, oh, those two, those dwarf guys um, approach as well. I'm going to give you the dwarf guys here. So the two dwarf guys kind of step out of the shadows and move up to the Minotaur. 
one on either side and begin to like help him up. Like the Minotaur is oh, not no. well. Like the Minotaur is about to fall down. So they're like just kind of propping him up. And Salise and Luth would see, because you guys are right here at the edge of this, at the edge, and you, you see um, a man start to come out of the shadows a bit. He's wearing a golden robe. Um, and he, the in the middle of the room is a, is a portal. Um, and the portal is kind of churning and bubbling, and there's a bunch of energy coming out of it. And the closer this guy gets to the portal as he steps forward, the portal seems to churn and gurgle even more. Um, and as he gets closer and closer, you can kind of see, it looks very similar to that earth portal in the other room, but much more large and weird and active. You see like a hand come rising up out, like a giant stone hand, and then fall back in. And then you'll see like a piece of like a face come up and then fall back into the portal. And it just crunches upon itself and it's just rotating. And so like this whole portal is very bizarre, very big and very loud now as he gets closer and closer to it. Um, let me see here. The portal is consistently changing shape on the ground. You see a leg breaking in. You see a hand. Um, and then eventually everything just crumbles back in on itself. So nothing's coming out of the portal, but something looks like it's trying to emerge from the portal. Um, mm. Green light grows around this character's hands. And uh, on the ground is um, intricate arcane symbols. So as he gets closer to the portal, these arcane symbols are glowing. Um, and as you enter the room, the two Duragar come and they help, start helping the Minotaur, who is all but unconscious. He had like one hit point left. He's like pretty bummed out. And these guys are trying to help him and move him out of the way-ish. Um, the golden robe man stands, he stares at you, and he looks like you can see his face. You can begin to make out his features. Um, he removes his hood slowly, and he is one of the most gorgeous men you've ever seen. Um, he's striking. He's beautiful. Uh, it looks as if his face was chiseled from stone itself. He has a strong jaw and piercing eyes. He has thick brown dreadlocks that fall over his shoulders. By now, I believe you've guessed. I am the prophet. My name is Marlos. Um, and he kind of goes to one knee and looks down at the portal and his hands glow green and then he looks up and he says and your time in my port in my temple has come to an end and when he says end his eyes flash his hair stands up on end and what you see before you is a medusa-esque man and i need Zelise. And I need uh, Luth to roll constitution saving throws. That was the longest six seconds of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Con save for Luth is 13. Okay. For Celise. 
is eight. Eight. Okay. Yep. So, Celise, you immediately turn to stone. That is wonderful because I'm manning two characters right now and that was that's a little much so now I'm just gonna be loose <laughs> I wouldn't call Could it not have happened to a more grateful person Luth begins to feel his joints stiffen and you see behind him Zethafei glow and you can see behind him his skin starts to become a stone color he has not yet succumbed to the petrification however he is restrained incapacitated currently i'm sorry he's restrained not incapacitated just restrained he can't move his movement is zero is this the guy this is the guy yep well no we've got these skulls in restoration no it doesn't work what? Why not? I did lesser restor. I used a lesser restoration spell on one, and it didn't work. And I got the sense that I needed a potion. Oh, I you had not connected that it was the same, the same thing. Okay. Well, Pet petrification is not listed in the lesser restoration. It, lesser restoration didn't work, right? You just need the blood of whatever did this, and now you know what did this. So that's a big puzzle piece. But we also have the spell. No, right. All right, let's take a five-minute break before we enter the final boss here. Um, and I'll add these guys to initiative, and then I don't know—is Luth coming back or is he? Doubtful. Doubtful. Okay. All right, take a five-minute break, and I'll pause the recording. All right, welcome back. We've determined that Celise is ageless now. <laughs> Hopefully not forever, but for a time. So one of the features of Petrified is resistance to all damage. What does that look like resistance in terms of dice half. rolling? Halved. Halved. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. I am, I believe, what they call a stone cold fox. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to. This Minotaur is. was dying the whole time that guy was talking. He's dead now. Oh, nice. I told you he was pretty much dead when mm -hmm. Luth had his we, turn. We yeah. seem to observe that Eric. Our activity killed him, not not this yeah. prophet coming in. Yeah, he he was pretty much dead, and then he was you know bleeding out as the dude started talking. That's why he started talking. He saw that the Minotaur was had fallen, so his Duragar guys were trying to help him, but unsuccessfully. Um, Salisa Stone Luth is restrained, and and. I need to add these guys into the initiative order, so let me do that. Uh, 14. 
he did his thing, so let's turn into his guy. Alright, nice. This guy's dead. So it is Zethaface turn. Should I try using one of these spell scrolls? So nervous. That's what they're there for. It is what they're there for. So Could it possibly so make the situation any worse? <laughs> I don't think so. I could waste it if I don't use it successfully. Um if I use Greater Restoration, it's a fifth level spell, which is one Just level. Above I don't know how the scroll works, but the spell itself is a touch spell. Is the scroll different? Um. Like, do we have to touch them? Yeah. Scroll. I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure you have don't to. have to provide any components. Different than a normal casting. Mm. It requires yep. the normal casting time. So it would cast exactly as the spell does. So if the spell is touch, then it's a touch. Okay. That's fine. So mine is a 15 DC save. Or check. Wait a second. So you have to make a check. Speak. So it's a 5th level spell or a 4th level spell? It says it's a 5th level spell. Okay, and so that is above what you're normally able to cast. So you have to make us. You have to make a check with your spellcasting ability, which is wisdom, and your wisdom modifier is three. Three. So you have to roll a twenty, add three to it, and if it is fifteen or higher, then the spell succeeds. Is this technically an ability check to like see if I have the ability to cast it, or am I actually rolling to cast it? Because I would make an ability spell. check to. You're making okay. an ability check. Like if it fails, the scroll is not consumed, right? Because it wasn't. Bolt, it is no, consumed. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's consumed. So I would be lucky on it if I fail. If the spell is in your class's list, but a higher level than normal, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability to determine if you're able to successfully cast. Ability check equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a failed check, the spell dissipates and the scroll has no effect. So I'm going to roll a d4 for my guidance, which is an extra four. Yay, that's nice. Here we go. Oh, I have to get up close to her as well. So I'll walk up. And I'll touch Celise. I guess I'll touch Celise. Wait, who who is going first? Celise. Okay. I'll touch Celise. And... Luth is not stone yet. Yeah, but he can't move, right? I mean, it's not like he can he take it out. But if he's got, like, saves or something, he's not as far along as Lisa's. Okay. Ooh, that's... Not good enough. Um, okay, I will use Lucky. Very wrong. Gosh, I hope it's good. It's even worse. Oh my gosh, that's so frustrating. Like with a four to add to it and everything, I got fourteen on my highest one. Okay, and DC is fifteen. So you read the words on the scroll, 
And Sorry, guys. The scroll oh, dissipates. Spell has no effect. I instead of lucky. That's really disappointing. Mm. I'm way more sad that you wasted a spell scroll than a lucky. I'm, I mean, it's just disappointing on both counts. Yes. I mean, that lucky could be useful in making something else fit. Well, you didn't waste it. You used it. It just didn't work. <laughs> I still feel <laughs> sad. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do? I mean, I want to move back, I guess. So, um, I think I want to move like out of his eyeline. Okay. Yes. So here's here's your options. If you want to get closer to him but not look at him, yeah. At the start of your turn, you can decide to avert your gaze. If you avert your gaze, your character is blinded for the for the round. I think I'd rather duck back here, right? That'll still work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because then at least I can like see what happens to glow in or what Saxon does. Yep. Okay. But All that's right. good. Glow in. Um, okay. Can we talk about what you just said? If we look at it, we're stoned. Uh, on on his turn, anyone who can see his eyes, he can potentially okay. turn them into stone. So you can choose to avert your gaze as opposed, instead of looking at him. So does that mean we can't cast directly on him? So at the start of your turn... Yes. I may have the ability to cast this ability on you. I may choose to cast this ability on you. He's facing forward now. I can't make him face... I can't set his facing it's it's a i don't right. know how to do it in this app but he's facing forward um and at the start of your turn you can choose whether to avert your gaze so you're not looking at him at which point you'd be blind for the rest of that turn or risk the chance that i would be able to see i make eye contact with you and if we are blinded we can't see so you 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 get the blinded condition. So um, all of the attacks against you are with advantage. All your attacks are against uh, with against you are advantage. All your attacks are disadvantage. Um, that's it. You can't see automatically fail any ability check fire sight. So you can still you can still move. You can still attack. You just are attacking with disadvantage. All attacks against you are with advantage and. Any ability check that requires sight fails. So I can look at him to cast a spell at him, but it's just a disadvantage. Depends on what the spell says. If the spell says you have to see it, then you can't see it. That's okay. I mean, most spells you have to like target a creature. Target, you, can you can see. Yeah. So then you can't choose to be blinded and see him. Okay, correct, but you can attack him. Just with not with anything that I have. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't with those spells, right? Like, I can't attack him with those spells that I have to see him for. Okay. Uh, first, I'm going to do my Aura of Vitality on. Area of Effect spells, you wouldn't have to look at him. I don't know if you have any of those. You might I, I, I have like one spell slot left, so this is going to be fun. Um, 
Three healing to Luth, please. Okay. And let me change. Uh, you can do that, right? I did it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Something says toward a creature in range. All right. I am going to. I'm going to thorn whip this dwarf. 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. I think I can see him here from 30 away. This guy to the side. Okay. I guess I am choosing to be blind. So I'm at disadvantage even against him. Yeah. So you don't yes. know how far away this ability works. So. Okay. Can I, can I just clarify one thing? I, th I think you said this, but this occurred to Solis and Luth on his turn, not on their turns, right? For the initial instance, it occurred on his turn. Okay. Yes. Okay, I rolled a 10, so that's a nothing. Okay. And then I will tuck back behind this wall. That's it. Okay. Dwarf's uh, turn. This one will attack Luth's shadow. Why is my clicking not working? I don't think Luth's echo is out. I think we've, it's just been traveling around. Or did he, I miss something? He cast it. Oh, he did. He okay, sorry. It. Yeah. Sorry. Um... Nine to hit. I don't think hits. AC 17. Yeah. Uh, just double check the link. Nope. Uh, that's fine. And then this one will move up on top of the Minotaur. Let's delete him. And attack Luth with advantage. Mm. Uh, 20 not natural to hit. Hits. For six points of damage. Okay. And it's Saxon's turn. Saxon has been behind this wall, so he actually really hasn't seen any of this occur. Uh, but I guess he's getting a sense of what's happening out there, so he will come out here um yeah i'm checking one thing okay so he will um fire the crossbow at the first dwarf that he sees there which is 14 to hit uh hits and it's six damage piercing okay and 
the previous ability, Mantle of Majesty, um, is active for one minute or until my concentration ends. So we were in combat, and then there was some amount of delay, diet. small delay. Yeah. So I'm thinking we're still within a minute. If you sure. Yep. Um, so he will uh, speak out to that dwarf. Oh my gosh! But that thing probably doesn't understand common. Um. Quickly realizing that that thing probably doesn't understand common, he will speak out to that um, thing way in the back there and say, flee! And use what's, it. And what's the range on that? Uh, let's get that up. Uh, 60 feet. So okay, you're up. in range. Yeah, you're 50. And it's a wisdom save. Natural twenty. So, I wouldn't have known until it's his turn anyway. Um, so that's it. Um, okay. Mechanically, I guess I'm staying there and focused on this dwarf that. I think I'm in combat with. Okay. Salise is stone. Luth. Mm -hmm. I'd like you to... Um... Oh, you do get your turn, and then you make and then you make a save again. So you can, you can act, but you can't move. Okay. Can you advise whether the use of Luth's echo is restricted if I choose to avert Luth's eyes. Because I don't see um, it spelled out in the description. I would say you can avert your own gaze and use your echo. Yeah, I don't see any problem with that. Okay. Attack so, the echo. I'm going to have Luth avert his gaze so that he does not run the risk of advancing in condition. And then his echo is present and knows what direction to move. So it's going to move into melee with the Medusa. And he can get that far. Yep. How many feet apart are the two characters? 25, so you're good. Yeah. 30 feet, I think, is how far. They can't be more than 30 feet apart, right? Correct, yeah. Yep. Um, forgive me. How does the echo attack? Is it just the same attacks that Luke has? He just makes attacks through the echo. Okay. I feel like I'm not seeing all the things I thought I just saw all the attacks with Luth, but it's his long sword. I'm going to attack the Medusa with the long sword. Yep. Okay. So first attack. And I, I am at, is Luth at disadvantage? 
The loose not looking, but his echo is, so he's attacking through his echo, I would say his echo can the, see. The creature's attack rolls have disadvantage, but the echo is not at disadvantage. I don't think so. Let me just double check the echoes, attack through the echo ability. Hmm. You mentally command him to move, bonus action can teleport. You can take the attack action. Attack can originate from you or your echo. Um, but then this says when a creature you can see within five feet moves at least five feet away from your echo, you can use your reaction. So it doesn't sound like you can see through your echo, but it sounds like you can control your echo. So you have to... Just roll straight. It's fine. Okay. We'll rule it that you can see through the echo. All right. I have a 17 to hit. It hits. All right. Uh, the single-handed damage is 11 points. 11? Okay. And then the second attack with a longsword. Not as good. A 10 to hit. Ten does not hit. And then does the echo also get the bonus action attack? Yes. Okay, I just dropped my die. Oh, <laughs> I hate this die. It's a natural one. Okay. All right. And then make another constitution save. You don't have a tail, so that natural one has no effect. <laughs> That's not good. It's a seven. A seven. Brakan? Yes, seven. Okay. Total. I'm about to have no characters to play. Yep. Uh, Luth becomes petrified. And as failing save for the second time. When he attacked, he had to save. At the end of his turn, he had to At save. At the end, after his attack. Because he failed to save the first time. They both failed their con saves. Got it. Solis failed by more than oh, five. Oh, they at least had con saves. Okay, yep. So Solis failed, but she failed by more than five, so she was impacted immediately. Luth failed, but just. And then Luth failed again. So he had two fails. So both Luth and Solis have been stoned, turned to stone. This guy's gone. This guy's turn. And he's going to move. Can we move 
move through this stone? Friends? You can move through them, yeah. Is this like a Parcheesi blockade we've got going on here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> movement speed 20. Do we provide any cover for yeah. them? Oh, he's <laughs> coming. Oh, hello. Stone Hinge. Um... This time. Okay. Um, he can just move. He can't get in range, but he pulls out a weapon that looks like a um, uh, spiked hammer of sorts. And he's holding a spiked hammer in one hand. Um, and he's... He says, more trophies for my collection. Uh, and that ends his turn. Seth O'Fay. Would you like to avert your gaze, or would you like to... Um, sorry. I feel like I've lost track of where our enemy even is, which is probably accurate to how my character feels at this moment. Of where what is? There are opponent. Did he disappear? Oh, he's there. Why is he so small? I thought he was huge. No, the Minotaur is gone. Yeah. We're all stepping upon his corpse. Oh, God. So before you do anything, okay, sure. are you averting your grace, your gaze? I feel like I need to decide what I'm doing before I decide whether I'm averting my gaze. Right now, I can't see him from where I'm standing, right? He can see you. You're oh. around the corner. You can see him. Well, then no, I'm not looking at him. I guess I'm averting my gaze. I have no other option. You can make constitution saving throw. No, well, can you cast anything? Can you do anything to him if your gaze is averted? I don't know. That's why I said I have to figure out what I'm doing before I know whether I'm averting my gaze. Avert your gaze and run! Just to clarify, I had to avert my gaze, and I rolled with disadvantage on one of the dwarves. So it's like, my head is like totally You're turned really behind me, away. no it's matter which guy I'm attacking. Yeah. I mean, I have spells. I think I have at least one spell that's a touch spell. Inflict wounds. It might be my only touch spell because I generally hate them. Um, but like, would I still have disadvantage if I were like closing my eyes and running where I knew he was and trying to touch him? You can move. Doesn't the blindness spell does not impact your ability to move around the room. When you're affected by blindness, the only conditions... Again, this is... Blindness, like invisibility, isn't necessarily the way you perceive it. Like invisibility, like I can still detect you moving with my other senses. So when you're blind, you can still move. Look for his feet, right? You can still walk around. You can walk right up next to the guy and swing with disadvantage with your weapon. You just 
have all of the attacks against you are with advantage and you can't any ability checks that rely on sight fail so if you have to be able to see a creature to cast a spell it would fail right but my question was like so like if i were attacking with a weapon it would be a disadvantage but i feel like just touching something is less precise so is, is what does the spell, spell say does the spell say make a spell attack against a creature you can see or not no it says reach then you don't have to be able to see it mm -hmm. so you would make this with disadvantage Wait, it is with disadvantage then. Make a spell attack. All attacks. Yeah. Disadvantage. Unless you're going to look at him. Trying to figure out. Yes. Unless you're willing it to look at him. It doesn't immediately fail. Because it doesn't say you have to see him. But it would be with disadvantage. Sorry, I feel so. <laughs> I feel like I have no options. <laughs> um... Well, you have the option of the other spell scroll. Try to restore a friend. No, I don't. I don't have the other one. Oh. You have it, right? You have it. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the other one that had five. This one only had. I yet. don't have any of yes. those. I can't use them. So, like, my only option is to run at him and inflict wounds and, and burn a third double spell slot and hope for the best. Which is not very likely. Um, I was trying to figure out whether I could do magic circle. But I'm assuming I have to... Six seconds. Uh, okay. I have to be able to. I'm sorry, it's so hard. You can hold an action. I could, but like for what? Uh, I'll, I'll try inflict wounds. I just know that that brings me within. Like he's gonna tell me as soon as I get there. You okay. Can, you know, this is a lot of table talk, but you can be at the ready for Saxon to hand you another scroll. I could, but I feel like that's probably. Uh, I wouldn't have thought of that on my own. <laughs> Okay, I guess I'll try inflict wounds. Jeez. What are you thinking about? I thought of it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not as smart as you guys, I guess. Um, so that means I need to avert my gaze. I need to run. Can I even get to him through the statues? I guess I can. Uh, it's a friendly character. I would let you be on the statue to cast your spell and I won't let you in your turn on it. So you can Where? step into it momentarily and then end your turn outside of the range. Then he gets you and he'll get an opportunity attack against me. Potentially, yeah. And you but you because you can't occupy the space that Celise yeah. and Luther occupy. You'd have to go on the other side. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if I can even get there. Twenty five. Yeah, just barely. Gosh, I hate that position. That does not seem like where I want to be. Okay. Um, okay. Well, there's nothing. I'm going to cast it at first level because this seems extremely unpromising. At disadvantage. That's a shame. That was a 19. 
Oh, there we go. Okay, that one's an 18, so it's a 24 to hit. 24 hit? It's low, low damage. 13 points of damage. Okay. And I don't think there's anything else that happens. It's just necrotic. That's it. Done. 13 points of necrotic. Okay, Chloe. Okay. First, I'm going to do my aura of vitality. Can I still heal these people who are stone? You can try. They're stone, though. Anybody else need some vitality? Would I know if it worked? I will try. I will heal Solis for seven, maybe. Uh, you seem to believe that the stone is not healing. Not, not healing. Not having any effect. No. Okay. The spell has no effect on the stone. What a waste. Okay. I am going to transform into a giant constrictor snake, which there is no good picture for. Take this tiger. Nate versus Medusa. I like it. So I want to be in that little hole between the, all three of them. So if you shape shift after you get there, it would displace Death of Faye out one space instead. And that's how that would work. Well, I'm going to do it, and she's going to probably take an opportunity attack because I can't stand on a statue. Right? I, can I displace a statue? No. Uh, no. I don't know. All right, I'm doing that. Sorry. I'm actually a snake, though. I I assume it's still giant like this. Yes. Giant okay. Constrictor snake is large. Now, I have blind sight. As a giant constrictor snake. As a giant constrictor snake. Okay. So, what does that do for me? Means you can see without seeing. Okay. Somebody else, one of my other guys had tremor sense. And I was like, oh, that'll definitely right, be able to tell where he is. But I can do this and just hit him without disadvantage. Correct. Yay. So your okay. snake's eyes are closed, but doesn't matter. And I am going to try a constrict attack. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It's a 14. 14 just misses. Okay. That is all I will do. Okay. Dwarf's turn. Turn it. Uh, they will both attack the snake. One is a 12. The other is an 18. Um, armor class is 12. So. Do they both hit? Both hit. And. What's my thing here? Um, six points from the first one. Seven points from the second one. I'm sorry, nine points from the second one. I rolled a seven. That's two more. Okay. 
It ends their turn. Sackman. Yes. Saxon will pull out the other scroll and he will hold it out in his hand in front of him. Say, Zephyrfe for you. And he will use his mantle of majesty command to speak the command prostrate to the uh, head honcho prophet. Okay. Are you averting your gaze or are you? I cannot avert my gaze to use that ability. So Use that I... ability. Okay. Um, let me just see what the order is here. At the start of your turn, if you don't avert your gaze, I can make you make a constitution saving throw. Um, so go ahead and make a con save. I have advantage against being charmed and magic can't put you to sleep. That doesn't have effect here, right? Correct. Yep. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, no. 11. So statistically, you all have like a 70% chance to see these since you have to fail twice or fail it really bad. I don't know how all of you are failing. It's not statistically possible, it would seem. You fail your first check. You are incapacitated. That's like 50% chance of me rolling. But whatever. I'm with you. All right, so I fail first check. Because you have to fail twice to be petrified. Okay. And the DC is 14. Okay. So what am I afflicted with at this point? You are currently incapacitated. So your limbs begin to turn stiff and you cannot move. Was it incapacitated or restrained? Because I restrained, said restrained, restrained, for... restrained. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I can still speak. You can speak. Can't move. Can yeah. Physically move spaces. Yep. Okay. So I will proceed. I. I don't know what you want to say about pulling out the scroll because that was supposed to be part of my activity. But um, okay. Say what you want to say about that. Uh, so the the command was prostrate, which is a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Third. Fourteen. Mm, my gosh, how many times you've rolled a fourteen on me? <laughs> it succeeds. Uh. Endlessly frustrating. Um, so that was a bonus action. Um, the action alright let's this might be my last chance um, the action is going to be a cast of blindness again Choose one creature you can see. This is a constitution saving throw. The thinking is that if he's blind, he, his eyes cannot be making other people turn to stone. I don't know if that's accurate or not. 
uh, sort of constitution. Nine. It is a failure. Uh, the target is blinded for one minute. At the end of each of its turns, it can make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, blinded creatures cannot see, auto fail, any ability check requiring sight. I know we just already went over this. Attack rolls against them have advantage, and their attack rolls have disadvantage. Nice. That is all I can do for my turn. Basically, okay. their blindedness is cancel out. I mean, he he may restore his sight if he until that misses yeah. the check. Okay. Um, just double checking if since you failed your first check, that uh, was part. So you'll you'll make a second check at the end of your next turn. Still to shake to try and shake the effect off because you were affected by it before she was blinded. He was blinded. Sorry. The end of my. The end of your next turn. Yeah. Okay. So, Marla, he's blinded. Marlos is blinded, uh, and it is Solis, Luth, Marlos's turn. Marlos is blinded. Um, he is going to swing wildly with disadvantage. Um, his snake hair is going to attempt to bite the snake creature that's next to him. So disadvantage. Uh, 10. That's a miss. And then he's going to swing with his mace once at the snake and once at Zethafei. Disadvantage. Um, a 17. Was that to me or to her? To the snake. Okay, that hits. Okay, it does. Uh, so when he makes contact with you, um, it hits you and the, the, the weapon explodes with an explosive booming force. So you take nine points of piercing damage from the pickaxe. And then you take an additional four points of thunder damage. And then he'll swing back at Zethafei. That's not as good. Uh, ten. That misses. All right. And that will... Uh, and then at the end of my turn, I get to save from blindness. Uh, at the end of your turn, yes. Con save. Not good um six so i'm still blinded zephyr you are up okay so i oh gosh i think that while he's still blinded i'm gonna try to attack again and then yes, grab that squirrel next time um i haven't tried to look yet but the fact that we're both blinded means that neither of us Wait, should his attacks have been at disadvantage? They were. They were. But should they have been? Because the snake was also... It doesn't matter. I don't think the recipients... No, it does. It should have been at nothing to Zephyr, right? Because she's blinded. He's blinded. 
But it hit but anyway. But the snake can see. No, it didn't hit her. It didn't hit her, but I rolled a two and a three, so. All right. But mine is not at disadvantage. So I can try and flip wounds again. Should be a straight roll. So yeah. if you open your eyes now, you would be at advantage. Oh, it's like ch- chosen blindness. It's, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, but we don't know whether him being blind. Yeah, so I don't know what that means. Is there any visual indication? Like, I mean, when I've used blindness in the past, I basically am like causing a burst of air to disperse dust into the thing's eyes. That's how I've flavored it in the past. Well, he did mm-hmm. flail around. Wildly, he had to so, make eye contact yeah. with you to make the spell work. Okay. Okay. And he can't right now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Some, I'll just... Somehow mm-hmm. you guys can tell that he's not succeeding in his save. Is there something about his... His eyes aren't popping back open. <laughs> <laughs> he's still rubbing them. Okay. <laughs> Got one of those. Okay, well, I think Inflict Wounds is probably still just about as good as anything anyway, since I'm already in melee range. I used Lucky to reroll that. That's my last Lucky, though, so that could be unfortunate. So I was going to put a bonus plus up. I don't know that that actually helped. 15 to hit. 15 hit. My goodness. Okay. And it is 5d10. Mm. 22 points of damage. Nice. Okay. That's a, that's a cantrip? <laughs> no. No, it's a third level spell. It's a third level spell. <laughs> The way you were all reluctant to use it, I was like, this must be. Oh, I was reluctant. I was reluctant to use it under disadvantage the first time because I, it's, I'm almost out of all of my spell slots, but especially the hot ones. Um, so you, you did not or did avert? I couldn't remember. I'm sorry. You I, rolled I did avert. You, so oh. you're not looking. I if you're looking, I you am have advantage looking, on the attack. Far. Yes. And you took advantage on the attack roll. Yes. And you re-rolled. No, I just re-rolled for advantage. I mean, I just rolled twice. Okay. I didn't roll three times. Rolled twice. But you rolled a lucky. Why did you use a lucky? Well, because advantage? I forgot that I had opened my eyes. I can okay. use a lucky if that's safer. So- so put your lucky point back or close your eyes. Pick one. My eyes are open. I had advantage. I'm not using lucky. Okay. This could be a terrible mistake, but we'll see what happens. Glowing. Yes. First, I will be healing my snaky self for eight. Okay. It's easier to remember. Counter here. Okay. And then I will be attempting a constricting attack against the fella at advantage. Natural 20. Okay. Critical hit. 
is what um what type of damage is this bludgeoning bludgeoning and right, the target is grappled are you gonna constrict some blood out of it and it accidentally falls on right out of its eyes somebody in right, <laughs> and so then bludgeoning. our campaign doesn't end here all right he does drop it is the card you got so it does triple damage Ooh. So what's the damage so triple the dice just triple the whatever the is, is it the cards just say triple damage so we've been just whatever the damage so all is, of it? it all of it 42 don't question the man just triple it <laughs> we, that's how we've been using the cards yeah we yeah, we because if you're using the dice then you double the dice only but we're using the cards instead sometimes they're really good sometimes they're not and i need to make a 14 um, so it says the target cell. oh sorry wait what is that for this is in addition to the this is the in addition oh this is on your card this is on the card oh for so what i make a strength save which i fail on a failed save i drop what they're holding which means i drop my weapon okay so she's he is no longer holding the pickaxe and then and then you, you are also grappled i'm grappled and it says escape dc 16. is that like on your turn you try to escape i can Isn't attempt that your to escape action? the grapple on my turn okay yeah. so i have a number for that and grapple is prayer. a condition pretty good turn and that condition is my speed becomes zero um that's it as a snake i was hoping that i would have the ability to sort of grapple you around the head rather than so just like suffocate or something no um cover your face and your eyes gotcha i'll let you decide what happens there well, I'm currently blind, and I'm currently grappled, and I currently don't have a weapon. <laughs> and well, half of our party is stone, so... <laughs> the dwarf's turn. Um, they are both going to attack the snake. A uh, 7 and a 18. That 18 hits. And... Counter trigger. That is for six points of piercing damage. Alrighty. Little snake guts are leaking out. And Saxon's turn. Yes. Um, Saxon. Okay. So first, uh, at the end of your turn. Sorry, you're good. Okay. So. So the mean guy is is grappled, blinded, and weaponless. And weaponless. So he's not going to be able to do anything I command. Um, play dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
He might as well. <laughs> the other the other cats don't. I don't think in common, but Saxon will speak out to them and say, "Prostrate!" to the guy right in front of Luth. Um, okay. I don't know. If I, okay. Um, and then his turn. Um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be dissonant whispers, uh, which is the, which is the audio audible sound that only that creature hears mm -hmm. oh, hideous sound, um, requiring a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And, Ten. Okay. Um, it fails. Uh, it is three d six. Uh, it says he must move, but obviously he can't move. Oh, that's decent. Uh, Thirteen psychic damage. Okay. If that matters. Um. And I cannot move, so I believe that's the end of my turn. Must immediately use its reaction if available to move as far as its speed allows. So it'll re it'll, it burns its reaction and moves zero feet away from you. Oh, okay. I guess that's good. Okay. Release. Oh, yes. I have to the uh, con save. Oh, con save. Yep. End of your turn. Here we go. It's a big one. It's a big I'm, one. I'm holding out the scroll. Is that fair? Oh my gosh, it's three. <laughs> okay. That happens. And nope. you turn to stone. Sorry, guys. I think the lesson learned is always avert your eyes. Always, everyone, always. Okay, so what goes away on our our guy? Anything? Whatever, Saxon. Oh well, wait a second. No, it was not concentration. Blindness is not concentration. It's a minute, and I get to save at the end of every turn, but yep. it's not concentration. Yeah. Okay, so Marlos is still blinded at the start of his turn, which is now, and so he doesn't have his weapon. But he's gonna pick it up off the ground. He's he's grappled. He's grappled. Grapple just means I can't move. Move, yeah. So I can pick it up, I just can't move. Um cool. 
And he'll just attempt to attack you, um, Glowin. So disadvantage, all three attacks are going to come to you. Wait, he can pick up his... When you're grappled, you can do anything except move. Okay, but he's going to pick up his weapon and hit me three times with it. Twice with his weapon, once with his face. His hair still, and stuff. Still blinded. Still blind. All at disadvantage. Again, the D&D conditions. Blinded. Invisible. Grappled. They only do what they say they do. Though you're blind, it doesn't mean you're unable to function. You can still walk around mm -hmm. the room. You can walk exactly to the square you want to work. walk in, avoiding any obstacles that you want to avoid. Yeah. And just have disadvantage. Sorry, my question was about how many, like, I guess he, that's like his bonus action to get his thing, or but it's not his bonus action because he has... That was all. That's fine. That's so you're, you're picking up his weapon as an action, is what you're saying. Uh, as something. Yeah, I didn't think he'd hit me three times, but um, I will, that's fine. I'll allow that lawyer. I'll, he'll attack you twice. You will oh, use one shoot. Of Hold on. To Hold on. Pause one sec. I clicked out of it and I lost how much health I have. Not on your sheet in there. Is it under wild shape? No, it, it is, but it, it went away because I clicked off the page and then when I went back, it wasn't there. All right, I think I'm good. Okay. You can manage it in the wild shape on your own page. If you go to your page under extras, yeah. the wild shape button, yeah, I've got it. But you should be able to manage those hit points. Whether you close the page or not, they should still remain. That's what I thought. Um, maybe I went back an extra page or something. Oh. Okay. All right. So he's going to attack you All in right. space. Okay. I think that hit... Um, Uh, 20, yeah, uh, 22 to hit for seven damage. A disadvantage. I rolled Great. two 17s. Great. Good on you. And then first weapon uh, is a miss, a nine. And then a five. Uh, that hits. No. 13. Also hits. Uh, that's going to do 9 points of piercing and 4 points of thunder as the boom erupts from his strike. So we'll also 
We'll also say as Lord Saxon was holding the scroll before he turned to stone, he would have... We'll say he dropped it on the ground. Right. Oh my gosh. As opposed to it being stone, because everything you possess is stone. But because you specifically called out the scroll and holding it and made such a big deal about it, we'll say that the scroll was at your feet, Saxon. <laughs> and it is uh, Death Face turn. The end result of that turn, Bethany, was that um, you were hit a bunch of times and did damage, but you're still snake form. Yes. And I had failed my. I failed my save, so I'm still blind. Still blind and still grappled. Yes. I have a banishment spell scroll. But now that I can see him, I could technically use. How rough does he look? He looks pretty beat up. He took 80, 40 points of damage in the last round. He's not, like, teetering on the edge, but he's missing quite a bit of hit points. And I still have advantage on him because I can see and he does not. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna inflict wounds again. That's a double. Take advantage. First one was a natural one. It was a nine, which is not much better, but 15, which I think does hit. 15 hit. Those are some nice numbers. Those are some really nice numbers. Holy cow. Um, sorry, I got two nines and two eights off of my D10s and then a three. Yeah, you did. That worked out really nice. Um, 37 points of damage. How do you want to do this? You need oh 35. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't believe we're still alive. Well, there's two dwarves left. I turned. <laughs> we'll figure them out. I turned to Glowin and I... <laughs> Go to give her a high five, and then I realize she's a snake, and all of my friends are stone. <laughs> so I just give a little cheer before slapping him on his back and inflicting wounds. I think it's necrotic damage, so he yeah, just so he goes, begins to rot and to rot from the inside out. It's pretty and nasty. As he falls into the ground, unable to see, writhing in pain, he becomes one with the earth, um, leaving behind only the pickaxe that he was wielding only or leaving behind some of his blood too uh in a pool of whatever icker and mess yeah sure he has blood there just making sure it's just adding some flavor to his death sorry yes there's blood okay um i do not have any more actions so i cannot deal with these dwarves right now i can't believe he did 37 damage that's insane okay i can't either all right, uh, two, glowing. Two nines and one of the eights settled quickly, and one was just rolling and rolling and rolling. 
I am starting with a heal for myself. And then I am going to not at advantage hit a dwarf. Are there two dwarves? I don't have two my dwarves. Hold on, let me get my torch. All right, I should be able to see this dwarf. Here's what I can say. Oh shoot. I got it. But look look. I don't know why. Okay, I'm gonna hit a dwarf. Uh this guy to the very left. Okay. Twenty-three. Hits. Sixteen. Okay. And he's grappled. And he's grappled. Okay. So it is midnight. There are two dwarves left. They have a combined total of 30 hit points, and they do very minimal damage. So we will stay over the next round of combat. You dispatch them handedly. Um, and we'll end our session and give you guys time to try and think about what you would like to do with your stoned party. Um... The hammer is there. Uh, the pickaxe item is there on the ground um, that you may have. Uh, and is there anything else that you want to do? So Zethafe and Glowen are the only two who can do anything right now. Uh, I'm picking up that scroll. Yep. I'm going to shapeshift out. I'm going to get rid of this mm-hmm. yep. snake. Um. And the hammer. I'm picking up the hammer for whomever. So I'll just put so it's hammer. A, it's a war pick, actually. Okay, I'm just going to put war pick in. War pick. Figure out who gets that. Yep. And you have the scroll. Did you want to we just talk about it some more before you try and cast it at a higher level? Or you want to... Oh, I wasn't going to cast it. I'm just going to put this blood on them. So we will discuss that at our next session. And we'll end right now with three stoned party members and a skim of your teeth victory. It was tight. Yeah, two really big hits. Did a lot of damage in two turns. That was really crazy. And like I said, failing, failing a con save... A 14 con save twice. Mm. Is, yeah, I mean, I, I was very careful reading, like, your party level, what you were facing, whether it was too difficult, and you should not have had three stoned people. You should have had maybe one. It was just really unlucky right at the beginning. Yeah, well, to have two of our, our strongest fighters in the first wave... Yeah, yeah, right at the very beginning, like they too. Didn't get to really do yep. almost anything. Sorry, D. Yep. Bummer. Well, that was a very interesting and intricate fight, so nicely designed. Definitely required a lot of thinking about what we could do within you, the parameters. Of the incapacitations, yeah. And, and um, um, 
reflections would have been cool to use as well if you thought of those. I did think of them. What are those? Because I have read Percy Jackson. But <laughs> I know that that's how they could be Medusa. But I wasn't. Oh, sure. mirrors. Uh. Like I only have a very small mirror, and uh, anyway, never went any farther than. Gee, a mirror would be helpful. That's why yeah, there's no reflective surfaces in the cave. Yeah, he doesn't want to turn himself to stone. Um, would you mind dropping in the chat what, oh gosh, if someone has their notes on what is what we figured out was necessary to unstone those other people? So you'd have to concoct a potion using the blood of the creature that turned them into stone, or as you read in the spell, spell scroll, that the spell scroll would work because it's a greater restoration. Mm -hmm. So I need to look up what would be and yeah, now that you have the blood of the medusa what is entailed into make that potion i know you have a potion making kit glowing and herbalism and all that stuff so we just need to determine what that's going to cost to do that so i'll do that before we play again and then the other thing now that this temple is done do some information regarding this temple and then i'm assuming you'll start the next temple so i do need to know where you want to go next <laughs> fire water earth or fire water air is there yeah you want to do fire you're fire right no at least fire earth um my only thought on fire is that a lot of my spells are fire or radiance ones so they may be less helpful but i mean we're all gonna have let's, standard let's do mine i think it's water okay so water. Right. So I'll prep for water next week. Cool. Um, Great job. There's something about next week for me. Right. I'm going to stop the recording. Great job, everybody, and then we'll talk our schedules.